0: Hold me back. Hey, guys, this is The Viking. This is Influencing the Right Way. With me, I got...
1: Sarah Sloan. What up, homegirl?
0: How are you doing?
1: So good. Dandy.
0: So, so, today is my favorite day.
1: It's your favorite day?
0: I get to talk about... Core values, purpose, and vision. This is, honestly, out of any of the podcasts that we do, this will be my fucking favorite one. Because you talk about it daily already. Every single day. This is literally (laughs) my favorite thing ever. Okay, but before we get started, let me uh, say this. So, uh, if you connect with the message that we've got here on the podcast, if you feel what we're saying, that we want to raise the standard of the fitness industry. We want people in our industry to see themselves and practice like they are medical professionals, which they are. If you believe that same thing, share this for me. Let other people know that you do stand up for that kind of thing and you believe that we should raise the standard. All right, let's get into it. Sarah, where do we start with this whole thing?
1: Oh, gosh, this is a big topic. So do we start big? Do we start small? Uh, Um, I say we definitely start with vision because I feel like that's where everything should start from.
0: Okay, I like it. You know what? I'm going to go one little step back before that. There is something that I like to talk about. So when you're going to craft vision, core values, and your purpose, right? This should not be a solo effort. Although you may be by yourself, right? It may just be you as a trainer starting your own thing or your own little brand or whatever that is. You need other people's input and influence and understanding for a multitude of reasons. And let's start with, actually, we were talking about, about vision, mm-hmm. right? You have to know like what vision means, right? Uh, and get other people's perspective of you, because remember this is your brand that you're creating and you're putting out. You have a, a, a vision of yourself a certain way, but you need an outside perspective from other people to understand how do you come off and how do you look and how do you interact? Because those things may not be the exact same.
1: Yeah, are you saying, because um, that's gonna impact you know where you might be, how you're gonna get there?
0: Absolutely. Okay. I w- this is actually literally just yesterday. There's a guy who does all of our like email marketing and stuff. Like, just we just basically send like nice emails about educational stuff to our uh, customers. And
1: we're so nice, is that? What
0: <laughs> we're so nice. <laughs> well, email marketing had sounded a little shammy, and I was like, all right, we got to cut that <laughs> one back real quick. Okay. So when I was talking to him about where the vision of his company was going, right? He needed to have the outside perspective of me talking to him that like, dude, you are really amazing at what you do. This craft, this skill that you are great at is fantastic. I would not say that 10 out of 10, you are ever going to love being a leader of a large group of people, right? It's just like not, he's a web dude. Do you know what I mean? He loves sitting at his place by himself, doing his work and being real fucking good is at it. Is that
1: where he wanted to go? Like, yeah. Like he, he, he's
0: like, I want to create this big company and how do right. I get it to there and scale it to it and stuff. And that's still fine if you want to do that. Yeah. But somebody else is going to have to like come in and run the day-to-day activities of that company. Right. Which
1: changes the yeah.
0: Changes the whole thing. Now, if you got a really awesome skill set, you can hire CEOs, you can hire CFOs, you can hire whatever you want to run that operational side of it. Mm -hmm. Totally. But that again, like changes like where you want it to go in 10 or 15 years. right?
1: What would you say is the difference between like analyzing that yourself and talking to someone else about it?
0: I mean, look at me. Like I, so my company, like I think that I'm going to do all of these different things. Like, I genuinely believe in my head that I'm going to run the stores, create the coaching plans. I'm going to do the marketing. I'm going to do the accounting. Then after that, I'm going to do this podcast. And then we're going to go out and do, like, I'm going to create the products. I honestly, in my head, I'm writing it down. I'm like, I got this. Yeah. And then I fuck every one of them up. And I don't fuck it up once. I keep doing it. Mm-hmm. it and it's just like, it's a pattern of myself. I'm like, uh, I'm a very outgoing person. So the vision I have of myself is like, yeah, I can take all that on. And I'm always going to have that problem forever and for always.
1: So the talking to someone else about it helps you stay realistic.
0: It keeps With me, that. it's not putting me down. It's being like, dude, there's the things that you fucking kill. Uh, but here are the things that like, you just, you're never going to be good at everything. Mm-hmm. It's impossible. So what are the things that you are really good at and you can hone that skill even better at to be able to craft your long vision that you want to be able to craft? I'm very lucky to have you and our other main guy that we really work with, his name's Sean, um, who, Sean, is so much the opposite of me. It's great. Entirely, in every way possible you can imagine me the opposite, besides we all have beards and long hair. <laughs> he centers a lot of things with me. He's like, dude, it's not going to happen in that amount of time frame. Not going to. So I'm like, oh, okay. All right. And then I got to re, but it's, that helps craft back to the vision, right? That perspective gives you a realistic approach to what is a long-term vision. And so let's jump into long-term vision. I mean, well, just inside of our team, I mean, what do you think the, what is the percentage of people that know on, in our whole company, what our long-term vision is?
1: Hundred percent.
0: One hundred percent. Yeah, it's that everybody on the on the team. Continue exactly. you exactly, exactly where, where we're going. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get into the practicality.
1: Yeah. So what I was going to say is the vision that you're creating. Are you talking about for yourself or for the your company, your brand?
0: Two different things. Not you, the company. Okay. Right. But that, That's what
1: I thought. I was just making sure <laughs> we're on the same page there.
0: For the organization, okay. right? What is the long term vision? And like, but you do have to know what fundamental role that you play inside of that whole thing. So
1: you can figure out who to plug in where and mm-hmm. how you can actually take the right steps to get to that vision.
0: Exactly. Okay. So, long term vision there's a term that I really like. This is a very corny term, but. The phrase was actually put on by Jim Collins in a book called Good to Great. uh, And it is called Your Big, Hairy, Audacious Goal.
1: B Hag, baby. B
0: Hag. It's such a silly term, but it's like, it's just kind of nomenclature inside of the like business ethos. So, what that means is if you had to just dream, and I mean, dream for like, weeks on this months if you have to whatever your first dream is that is going to be your biggest vision of your organization wait that's like step number one go bigger go bigger go bigger and imagine like at its utmost at the greatest capacity that it could ever be what does that look like like this could be 25 years away I mean think about it you know you might be your whole working career away from you hmm What does it look like? What is it selling? How big is it? How much money does it make? What kind of impact does it have on the world? Where are you at inside of it? All of those things. And don't just like write it out. Get pictures of what you imagine it looks like get other companies that like you think uh you you know you can steal great ideas from of like what their impact is or how people like resonate with the brand think of yourself like as as apple right like if it were going there Mm -hmm. what does that look like for your organization um now that's if you want to be that kind of company Mm -hmm. right other companies, you may want different things, but at the utmost dream for you, like what does it look like? At the very beginning of starting your uh, company, right, which might just be you doing personal training, it probably won't seem very important mm-hmm. to have this like way long, far crafted off vision. But it does do two things. One, can keep you very, very well motivated during the tough times, mm-hmm. right? Things get difficult, not going the way you want to. It's you almost remind
1: yourself why you're doing it. You look at those pictures at what it looks like and mm. however long, and yeah, that makes sense.
0: It will actually, you know, to me is like there's something like you know when you think back to a pleasurable memory, you like, think back to this time that you had with somebody, and you're just like, ah, oh, it's like makes you warm feeling, um, and you know that you can always go back to that place and like feel good again. This is like a memory you haven't created yet. And there's this place in your head where you can go to where all the hard work was worth it and all the things you did, like were all on point and everything makes sense because you got to this place and it's like a memory that you're waiting to craft. Mm-hmm. And that is like exactly what it should feel like for you. Yeah. Um, number two. Oh, number two. The second thing would be, it keeps you from making dumb short term decisions. So when I, you know, I think about where I want our organization to go. Obviously, like any organization, any company that's growing, like there are crunches. There are times that things get difficult. There are things where like very big decisions need to be made. And a lot of times you can opt for a decision that like you're going to make more money with or is literally going to be fucking easier or is going to like uh, being easier understood by everybody else around you. A lot of times, like I'll pick things that like, they seem more complicated and like, uh, why are we doing this? But like, it's because the end result is way better.
1: I think the biggest one for me in this one is like, what takes more time? Mm-hmm. Like there's always a decision that could just like solve it really quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like when talking to people, you know, always the longer, harder conversation is the better one. Every single you time. You could end it with like, that's just what I think. But like,
0: (laughs) yeah, but digging deeper is always better. And so, but when you have that well-crafted long-term vision is that when those short-term decisions come up and a lot of times, like there've been places where where I've been at in the company where it's like, I actually felt like in the moment I had to, like I had to take the short term, like I got to pay my employees. Mm -hmm. So I have to do this like cutthroat thing. But when you can see that vision, it's like, oh. I'm never going to be a respectable organization that people flock to if I make decisions like this. Mm -hmm. And then magically, just somehow, you always seem to find another way that's like is tougher and sucks and you don't get to fucking go hang out with people. But then, like, you made the right choice. Yeah. And I really do believe that only if you have a long-term vision can you keep those short-term bad decisions away.
1: Yeah, this reminds me of the journal that we use.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's super nerdy. James and I use the same journal every single day. Every day. Actually, our whole company does. Mm-hmm. But the reason why is at the beginning of the journal, it has you lay out a 13-week goal. That's how long the journal is. And every day, there's three tasks that you do that you write down that always correspond to where you want to be in 13 weeks. And so that long-term or, like, vision that you have, even though the journal's only 13 weeks, mm-hmm. every single day, you're only making decisions, doing tasks. It's going to align with where you want to be then. So the vision is just a bigger picture of that. Yeah. It allows you to make the decisions on a day-to-day basis. It's actually going to get you to your goal. Just like with fitness, right? You have a goal oh, that nice. you want to get to. If you don't know what that vision of yourself looks like, you're never going to know what steps t- to get there.
0: Absolutely. That is a really good idea. Bringing up the journals Mm -hmm. is it keeps the riffraff out, right? Like when you're running your company, you will always, hey, personal trainers. I'm going to talk to you guys real quick, specifically personal trainers. You do not need to go make a fucking hat. You do not need (laughs) to go make a fucking piece of jewelry or eight different t-shirts for your team. You do not need to do that. Yeah. Not yet. It's not, you don't ever need to do it. But the thing is, is that, like, as a business owner, you're going along this path, and you're like, oh, I can make five bucks fucking selling these t-shirts. Blah. And it's like, so not has anything to do with building a brand of a bunch of people who get amazing results from your distinct competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get to the place where it's like, oh, shit, I can make some extra money and fucking do this thing. Yeah. And then... It's it always is just like okay I do that but then it uh, takes,
1: well that's going to take away from the big things that you have to do to get to that goal absolutely I mean it takes time to make that stuff it's not like you just do it on the side it's always going to take away from something
0: a hundred percent and yeah. we've and I have done it a hundred different times right of like do something that we just didn't need to do right then We're yeah. like it's not a bad idea it's just that there's an infinite number of ideas and you've got one that you need to stick with yeah
1: um, so the. You talked about the b Okay, that would be a great tool that someone could use to look up. It's mm-hmm. from Scaling Up, right? Uh,
0: or, well, no. well. So the book Scaling Up really breaks it down in a practical measure of how you take your b all the way down to like what do I need to do today? Yeah. So b to your
1: three HAG three HAG
0: right? your three-year highly achievable goal down to uh, what do I got to do next by next year and then. Six months, and then three months, and then one month, and then one week, and one day. Right.
1: So if you don't have that for your brand, your company, whatever it may be, it's a great place.
0: Amazing tool to use.
1: Always start big, and then go down to the daily basis. What you got to do.
0: Yeah, and actually, so let me hit on it real quick. So with making that long-term goal right, it sets the correct navigation for what you need to do the next day by this measure. When you're thinking about what I need to do on a day-to-day basis, you are actually making decisions for what is best for you today. Mm-hmm. And you are not going to be the person you are today in 15 years. You're not going to be in the same place. You're not going to be have the same attitude. You're not going to have the same role. None of those things are going to be the same. So well, you, hopefully. Well, okay. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Okay. Hopefully you are not doing the same thing in 15 years like a lot of my high school buddies. But... Um, That is super, super important to be making decisions that are based upon what are the actions that are going to be helping us in 15 years, not what is going to help me today.
1: So this is a great segue into purpose, I think. Perfect. Because I think it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll get down into like what a purpose is and stuff like that. But the the translation is when you have a purpose for your company, that dictates every decision you make, just like the vision, right? Mm -hmm. But the purpose is what you need to decide
0: what you're doing on it. So what all of these things actually, so once again, so we're gonna talk quickly about like, we have already eaten up all the time with just vision. I
1: know, I was just thinking that. Um, Maybe maybe (laughs)
0: we should just do vision. Um, You know, do you wanna do that? Do you wanna just do vision today? Yeah. Okay, so there's also core values and purpose. We'll get into those later. We'll do those later. All three of these things all really do the same thing, right? They make sure that you're making the right choices and you keep the main thing the main thing.
1: Because if you're doing that, you'll get to your goals a lot quicker.
0: You will always.
1: It just happens that way.
0: And, okay, so like, I poke fun at a lot of like influencers and trainers and stuff. I'm not making fun of you guys. You guys are me. I'm making fun of you because you are me. We are same person right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gorilla.
0: You're <laughs> you, oh, 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 me. Right? You. Um, you, it's it just, it's tough when you start a business and a lot of other people won't get that because when other people come into your organization like Sarah, I, this is going to be a great compliment and a fucking put down give at the same me, time. Give it to me. It's like you, it's very easy for you to stick to the purpose of the organization and let it flow through you and the core values and to see where the vision is going and be like, that's where we're going. This is the fucking line I'm on. I'm going right there.
1: I know where you're going with
0: this. It's very (laughs) easy for you to do it because you came into it and it's like, this is what it is, right? And that's where we're going. And, but as a business owner, you were there when it was a messy, like a messy jumble of a bunch of crunchy papers.
1: My interview was at your place that you were renting at the time. There was your Athor's pee stains on the carpet. Poop stains on the carpet, <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't pretend like it wasn't. Your
1: crappy little desi you're in. And I'm like, I'm here for an interview, sign me up.
0: <laughs> Literally, you did have your interview at my house. was so bad.
1: Okay, but-, Look, e- but e- Hold on. What- I had no idea who you were. That was probably not safe for me.
0: No, really terrible idea. To <laughs> but look like where we
1: are now. Fant- okay, it all well worked out. <laughs>
0: uh, but even with that is like, but when you start and there is nothing, literally nothing, it's just an idea in your head, um, you, like, you're like, you a person who just like wants to create your own thing. And like for all of you uh, personal trainers and influencers and people starting your own companies is y- you had to be the one to like get out there put your fucking neck on the line, look like an idiot, do this whole thing. And you took that action and it worked, right? Like you started your business and it started going. You got a couple sales and you're making a thing. And so when you look retrospectively, you look at how you started something new and it worked, right? Mm -hmm. So then all we are is like little monkeys that look back at what we did and go, did that, was that good or that bad? Like, you know what I mean? And you look back and you go, Oh good. So now you look back again and you're like, Oh, well I can do that. I'll start another thing and and it'll work and I'll do this next thing and it'll work because that's like, what is the frame of reference in your head and what you think you should be doing. And you have that kind of personality type Mm -hmm. and you've got to like, get rid of that and live the way That like I said, like you do, what I'm saying is that you are genuinely better at that than I am, which is a more important structure. Like you're the one that has to remind me, keep your head on straight, stick to exactly this thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, but for again, for anybody who uh, the uh, trainers, influencers that are listening is you have to remind yourself to keep that one thing this way. And so uh, again, the vision, the core values, and the purpose of your organization, all of them, are really set to be a reminder for you and for everyone else what is the right thing to do. What is the thing that is going to keep you in alignment, It's going to keep you getting towards where you want to go and not hurting other people or taking the cheap route or taking easy money or lying about things or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Making core values... Is a whole process to itself, uh, and figuring out what the purpose of your organization is a whole structure to itself. I'll show you diagrams about how it works. But with the vision, right? When I said, actually write it out, like type the whole whole thing out, then put pictures to it. Put. Um, you know, what is the feeling and emotion that you want people to get when they read it, write that down. Mm-hmm. What's the emotion you want to listen Do all those things. So when there finally is another person in your organization, they can feel the same way about this company that you do. Mm-hmm. Don't wait until later. So we're, but Sarah was saying just a minute ago, I was like, we did kind of wait to make we were, they were like up in the air. We were making them like in the process, but I would have saved so much time. Like you did, you came on after I'd already been doing this for two years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would have saved two years.
1: Yeah. If this, you would have thought, yeah.
0: But we like right about the time that you came on was when we really narrowed down on that core core values, purpose, and vision.
1: Yeah. Specifically with the vision, um, I could definitely see a difference is when you started explaining that to the whole team, mm-hmm. like on a almost daily, for sure, weekly basis, mm-hmm. like painting the picture where they'll be, showing them like what they look like in that role in 10 years from now. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when not only you were able to get to that vision a lot quicker, but everyone else was working together to get there, yeah. which just obviously accelerated
0: Everything. Everything. And so, you know what, in this, I should have said this at the beginning, but, uh, when you're making what your vision is of your organization, this isn't for you, right? Like it can help, it is going to help you along the way, but you're supposed to be writing it with the intent of the feeling that the customer, the feeling that your team that's going to work with you, what is going to propel them forward? Nobody is going to – I'm the owner of my company, so nobody is really going to feel the exact same way about it as I do. Mm -hmm. But but that is – okay, let me take it back. Most people won't feel the same way. But actually, if you do this the right way, other people will feel the same way about it. Mm -hmm. Because people just want to be a part of something that is –
1: Bigger than themselves?
0: Bigger than themselves, but yes. Bigger than themselves, but is also something that anybody could look at and be like, that's good. Like, that's a good thing for the world.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? Like, that's even why, like, we spend time doing, like, community service. Are we, you know, our church groups that go out and help people and stuff. It's like, you're not getting paid for that. Hopefully It feels good. Yeah, is people love being a part of something that's bigger than them and that also like I said, is a good thing for humanity. Mm-hmm. And that is the way that you have to draw it out to let people know, like, that's where this is going.
1: Yeah. Cool. So would you start at 10 years or even farther than that?
0: Whatever you think it's going to take to get to, there. To the, to the Mine, goal. My behag is 10 years. Yeah. Because right? I
1: know you talk about 10 years a lot. I didn't know if that was a standard or
0: um, – yeah. For us, I believe it's, it's exactly 10 years, but you know, you could be a totally different type of company and want to have much bigger or different goals. That's might take
1: 20, 25
0: yeah. years away. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I don't think, and, and once again, it's like once, you know, I have a vision for myself actually that I think about our organization past 10 years, but I, I already know, and this goes back to the thing at the beginning, I do not plan on being the CEO of our organization in 10 years.
1: Cause I will be. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, well that is my hope. And you know that and we've discussed that.
1: That's a vision.
0: Yeah. You know, my, so then this is my feeling at least, and I could hear somebody else disagree with it. But, um, at that time, that's not my place to cast the next BHAG, mm-hmm. right? My time to cast the BHAG is from now into that 10 year mark. And then, as that new group of leaders take over, um, they are going to have their own vision of what it's going to be in the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. And that is, act- so part of my long-term vision is like, that is what I want for other people. I don't always wanna be the person that's um, crafting that vision. I, ha- I already know, I have people around me now that are better at this than I am. And I want them to be the ones to create the vision that goes past the next 10 years after that, you know, and that's, that's super important to me. And I think also our team, like our team knows that, that I, I want them to get to that place.
1: Yeah. I love that. I would say, um, to really wrap that up, like tactical things that you could take away from that. Well, one, like the urgency behind doing it mm-hmm. is the longer you wait to come up with that long-term vision, the more on a day-to-day basis you're going to. Obviously, like with the matter of fact be taking and making decisions that's not gonna get you to where you
0: wanna be. Absolutely. You will
1: You're just wasting yeah,
0: space. Really, think of this as like bowling with the safety rails up. Doing your vision, core values, and purpose is like, but you, you can, once you have those, you can't really miss. Like you may not get a perfect direct shot every time, but you're not going to fucking miss. Yeah. This is just like the perfect safeguard for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will throw out these as a reference. So I, I would make you a promise that if you implemented this, you would start changing. That's like said. Immediately the actions you take on a day-to-day basis. But I will give you the reference again. There are two books, Jim Collins, Good to Great. Read it. Deeply understand it. Second one, if you want to scale your business, read Scaling Up. It's not about individual businesses. It's like all businesses could take this reference. If you want to go from 1 to 10, you're going to have to do these things because that's what makes it a scalable model. Cool. Yeah. All right. So this was one of our uh, business-oriented podcasts. I get really excited about these ones. Thank you. Sometimes I feel like I over-talk on these ones, and you're just sitting there being like, I'm genuinely listening. No, I'm
1: genuinely listening.
0: All right. Um, Guys, uh, I know that there are a lot of people that listen to this that will have definitely got some good bits of information from this. If nothing else, the books to read and that tactical reason of why creating that vision is so important. If you know somebody else that this would help, don't be a shithead. Don't keep this to yourself. Be a good guy. Do the right thing. Send this to somebody else that may even be another trainer. Someone that you view as your competition or another influencer. Let them have this information. Send this directly to them. Let them grow the same way that you're going to grow. And that way we can all raise the standard of the fitness industry. Woo! All right. Thank you for listening, guys. We'll see you next time.
1: Bye.